Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Your Life Rocks podcast. I'm so excited you're here to hang out with us today. Today we are talking all about how to get more time. Now, I know if we had like a magic wand, that would be the number one thing that you would want more of in your day. At least that's what I would want more of my day. And I've got five, count them, five ways that you can expand time in your day, in your week, and in your month to accomplish everything on that ever-growing to-do list. If this is your very first time tuning into this podcast, I want to welcome you and thank you so much for choosing to hang out with us today. My name is Jenny Stemmerman and I'm your host for this podcast. And if you are a mom that is trying to balance a growing career, a growing family, and you really want to achieve the best version of yourself in all areas of life, this is the place for you. I am just like you. I am a mom of two fastly growing boys. I wish we could just pause time for them for a moment. I'm also managing a career, running this business of Your Life Rocks, and trying to achieve my best version of myself with my health, with my finances, with my home, and creating lasting friendships. And above everything, serving the Lord and growing in my relationship with Him. Now, if you're a returning listener, I want to thank you so much for coming back to this podcast. I know that there are so many other podcasts out there you could be listening to, and I'm so glad you're back here. And you know this podcast is usually full of practical tips, actionable things that you can apply right away with your life. I say sometimes, because sometimes we just do a little bit more inspirational stuff, but even that stuff you can apply right away, right? All right, enough about me, enough about this podcast. This episode is all about time. So let's not waste any more time and just jump right in. So I said I had five things for you that you could apply to help you expand some time into your life. Now, the number one thing I wanna talk to you about is being mindful about where you're spending your time. And I know that this is one of those things that we hear all of the time. And truth be told, just about everything that I'm going to cover are things you've probably already heard before. So I just pray that you would hear them with fresh ears, that you would be open to them because sometimes we need to hear things multiple times in order for them to sink in or look at them through a different angle than maybe we've looked at them before in order for us to get it and for things to click for us. So I hope that that is the case for you. So number one thing we're talking about and how to grow more time is to be mindful of where you're spending spending your time. Easier said than done, right? I mean, oftentimes we are juggling so many different things and most of the time it's multiple things at one time. So trying to figure out where we're spending our time and really being meaningful about it can be a bit of a challenge. But just like anything else in life, we have to start with the reality of where we actually are before we can get to where we really want to go. That's like goal setting 101, right? We have that vision of where we want to go, then we need to assess where we are, and then we can start to do an action plan to get to where we want to be. So that's steps one, two, and three of creating a strong, actionable goal, right? So if we know the goal is we need to have more time, the next thing is to know where we're spending our time. Now, I was recently asked to do this challenge, and I've had my clients that I coach do this challenge before, 
but it's been forever since I personally did it. So I really loved that my coach was encouraging me to do the same. Now, I will say this, just about everything in life that's going to give you good results, there's going to be a little bit of a pain or uncomfortableness attached, a little bit of an inconvenience, right? Think about if you're trying to get healthy and you go to work out and it's been a long time since you worked out, you're going to have some painful muscles probably, but it's part of the process. And so there is a little bit of pain in doing this exercise, but it is so worth it. Now, it's not real pain. It's just kind of a pain in the neck, really. But what it is that you're doing is you're tracking your time for an entire week, for at least five days. And when I say you're tracking your time, like literally every 30 minutes, what are you doing with your time? Where are you spending your time? And so I encourage you, you can just Google, and I'll include a link in the show notes to make it easy for you. If you go to yourliferocks.com podcasts, um, I'll make it really easy to have a link in the show notes. But you can just Google a free printable weekly calendar And you can find these calendars that you can just print out that are, you know, time-based. If you're electronic, you can just do it like an Excel document or a Google document. Super easy to do. But just track. What time do you wake up? What do you do first thing in that first 30 minutes, the second 30 minutes, the third 30 minutes? And you write it in as you're doing it. Now, for me, when I did it this last time, I'm trying to do a better job of managing my expectations, which we're going to talk about in this episode as well. But I pre-planned my entire week because that's what I do. That's just what I do. It's what I teach people to do. Plan your week. But I really planned it in really detail, like every 30 minutes, what's my intention? What's my expectation for myself on what I should be getting done? And so I did that and then I went through and did an actual column. I did mine in a Google Doc just to make it easy. Um, But then I did the actuals of what actually happened. And it was really eye-opening to see where my time was actually going. Some things that I thought in my head would only take 30 minutes to do actually took me an hour to do. Or I had the intention of doing something that was really productive, really, really great. But then my child started talking to me and then I got off track or the phone rang or a bazillion different things happen in our days, right? I'm sure you can all relate to this. But until we can really see it in black and white and have that reality of where we're actually spending our time, we can't necessarily do anything different. So by doing that, you're able to see the pitfalls that you fall into, where you're actually spending your time. You go on Facebook to do something and an hour later, you're still there. That all shows up right in your face on the calendar. So I highly recommend that you do that exercise so you can really be more mindful of where all of your time is going. So the second point on this I want to talk about is social media. I just referenced going on Facebook. I'm sure you can all relate, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, you name it. It is a black hole and we can get sucked in so easily and spend so much time there. I've coached so many women that are like, I wish I could just put my phone down and be present with my kids, but yet Instagram and all of these things just suck me in. And then I like it's a time warp. We lose so much time there without even realizing how much time we're setting there. Now, true story, if you ever go back to the very beginning of this podcast, I believe it was like an episode three, and I was interviewing Christy Deer, who's a mindset coach. And towards the end of the interview, we talked about, wouldn't it be great if there was a device that could like be a timer for social media to just cut it off? And so after the podcast was done, I was talking to my husband about it, and he was like, you know that there's already a thing that does that, right? And he introduced me to this thing called Circle that he had seen an advertisement for. We immediately bought it for our household, for our family, and it has been one of the best investments ever. It's only a hundred bucks, but truly it has been 
incredible for us. And I'll make sure, again, I include a link for that into the show notes. But here's what Circle does is it tracks everything. Now, it's intended to track the internet use for your kids, right? To set timers on how much they can use each app that's on their device, how much they use the internet. You can pause the internet. You can set bedtimes, limitations, all of those things. Parental controls, it's amazing. But to use it for self-management is a whole nother level. You can look at it and see how much time you've spent in the last week on Pinterest, on Facebook, on all of those different social media channels, and you can actually set limits for yourself going forward. I highly, highly recommend that you check it out if you have an issue with social media or anything else that's sapping time from your phone or your tablet or anything like that. So I highly encourage that. My last point for this first tip, I'm giving you a lot of information on on today's episode, is truly just a question. And actually, I'm going to ask you two different questions. Number one, do you set goals for your life? Now, I've always been someone who has set goals. I was in dance growing up. I've always had a little bit more of a structured life and goals have just always kind of been a part of it. But I find more and more that that's not the case for everybody. Some people, they don't necessarily set goals for their life or they might set like a New Year's resolution or something if there's an event coming up and it's typically around like health or might be around finances or their career, but they don't necessarily set goals and all areas of their of their life. And so I think that would be the first thing is to really be thinking about where you want your life to go because that's really what time is. It's a measurement of our life. And if we can create that vision of where we want our life to go, then we can do something different with our calendar. We can do something different with our time and structure it in a way that will allow us to spend that time in a way that fulfills that vision, that fulfills those goals that we're setting for ourselves. If you are someone who does not set goals, I highly encourage that you start that process. And if you're new to that, check out our membership. I walk you through exactly how to do that process of setting goals in all areas of your life to help create balance. That's how we define life balance here at Your Life Rocks. It's setting goals in eight areas of your life and moving towards those goals. When you're doing that, you're automatically going to be building balance in your life. Think about it. If you're setting a goal in just your career and that's the only goal you're ever going after, your life is going to be out of balance because that's where your mind goes, where your mind goes, your energy goes, your time goes. Now, all of a sudden, there's nothing left for anything else and your life is out of balance. So flip that around and the opposite is true for creating balance, right? So tangent, sorry. (laughs) Number two for that question I have for you, if you are someone who sets goals, if someone were to look at your calendar, would they be able to tell what your goals are? Because your goals should have actions that drive them, right? If you really want to achieve the goal. Otherwise, the goal is just something that you've spoken over your life, but you're not actually working towards it. If you're working towards it, activities should be on your calendar that reflect the goal that you want to achieve. You want to get in shape? You should probably have gym workouts on your calendar. If you want to make sure you're eating healthier, you should probably have meal prep on your calendar. If you want to make sure you're building a strong marriage, date night should probably be on your calendar, at least some kind of communication touch points between you and your spouse. If you want to be a better mom, activities with your kids should probably be on your calendar. Kind of see where I'm getting at? So that's the question I have for you. If you have this burning desire to grow in your faith, where on your calendar do you have God? Do you have time going to church, being in the Bible, going to other events that's going to allow you to grow? If you want more fun in your life, where's the fun on your calendar, right? I think you get it. Okay. 
So that's number one. Be really mindful of where your time is going. And yes, I talked a lot about calendar. If you are someone who is looking for a new planner, I feel like it's a 50-50% population. Either people have a planner that they absolutely love or they just don't use a planner or you're someone who's always searching for that perfect planner. If that's you, I invite you to check out our membership. And I know I'm going to talk a lot about our membership on this episode, so forgive me. But truly, like that's why we built it, was to help you create more time. It's the same systems I used to get myself back from when my life was so crazy, chaotic, out of balance, and things were kind of falling apart. I use these systems and now these are the systems I teach and that's all inside our membership. And you can learn more about that by going to lifebalancemembership.com. But we do have a phenomenal planner that goes along with our systems that help you out for an entire 90-day period, monthly, weekly, and daily planning. All right, number two tip for creating more time in your life. Now this one is really applied mostly to your work life. So I want you to kind of think about it through that lens. Sometimes our chaos (laughs) and lack of time can come from trying to do too much. Yep, I know. Like I said before, these are all things we know. It's all things we've been told before, things we probably even have told other people. But here's the truth thing, and I want you to just imagine this, okay? If you are in a field and someone says your job right now is to catch bunnies, catch as many bunnies as possible, and you go out into the field, how many bunnies can you chase at one particular time and catch? If you try to chase two bunnies at once, you will never catch one because they will run in opposite directions. (laughs) Like it's just kind of chaos. We would never think about if we were trying to catch bunnies doing that. Yet that's what we do in life. That's what we do with our career is we set all of these different objectives for ourselves. Notice I didn't use the word goals because it's different. But we set objectives for ourselves and then we try to chase them all. And this goes to multitasking as well. You're trying to make dinner while you're trying to do something else at the same time. You're not going to be able to do either one very effectively. Now, once you catch a bunny, you can go after and catch another bunny. You just can't do it both at the exact same time. And this is the hardest truth is we all have seasons in our life. We have seasons where growing in our career is a big priority. We have seasons where our family truly needs us and we might have to step back from our career a little bit in order to support them. That doesn't mean we let go of goals in those other areas of our life. It's just a shift. It's a shift in our focus. It's a shift in our mindset. It's a shift in how aggressive of a goal we do actually set for those areas. And so it's important that we honor those seasons to be careful about the bunnies that we do chase. But if you want more time on your calendar, laser focus, go after one bunny at a time. One, it cuts your to-do list significantly, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. But two, it gives you so much more clarity, so much more peace. And it makes you feel so much better because now you're able to fully devote your time into going after one objective, one bunny. And once you catch it, you will catch it so much faster than if you are trying to to do too many other projects at once that you are going to have more time. And you're going to feel so much more successful about it. Put it aside, go after something else. So in your career life, if you feel like there's just not enough time in the day to complete all of these projects, there's just not enough time in the day to get all of these career goals achieved, You need to kind of look at that and say, okay, what's the most important bunny that I go and catch? And it might be the most important or it might be what's the easiest bunny to catch. Because if there's a bunny right at your feet, bend down and pick it up. It might not be the most important, but it's easy. And sometimes we try to make things hard 
and they don't need to be that hard. So look at those projects, talk to your boss if you need to, talk to a coworker to get their clarity, their perspective, but figure out what bunny do you need to chase right now and go catch it. I promise you, you will feel so much better and you'll have so much more time in your work day. All right, so this brings us to tip number three in creating more time. Now, again, this one is so closely related to that first one of gaining a clear reality that I almost combined them. But I wanted to give you five tips and I wanted to kind of pace them out in a way that you could really apply them and get good results from listening to this podcast. So this one is to put your to-dos on your calendar. Now, this was a huge realization for me and ever since I've been teaching it to my clients, it's been a huge realization for them. You think about this. We keep a calendar of our appointments and things where we have to go at certain times and then we keep a to-do list. But if we don't actually put our to-do list on our calendar, then when are we actually going to have time to do the things that are on that to-do list, right? Oftentimes we use to-do lists to manage tasks and we use a calendar to manage our time. But truly, if you want results, you have to put the to-do list on the calendar. Because here's what happens. We have 24 hours in a day. Truth. We have a to-do list a mile long. Truth. What makes us feel overwhelmed and like we don't have time is because we'll go through that 24-hour period, look back at our to-do list, realize we had nothing done, yet we are exhausted and overwhelmed and had a completely full day. And that's where we start to beat ourselves up. It's not that we didn't actually get anything done. We just tell ourselves, we didn't get anything done today. And that's not true. That's not true. We are feeding into the lie and we are allowing the enemy to defeat us when we do that. But you know what? The battle has already been won. We don't need to battle with the enemy in this way. Yeah, we're talking about our calendar, but it's a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual battle of being not enough, of being a failure, of feeling defeated, feeling overwhelmed. And you know what? That's not from our God. Our God is a God of peace and clarity not a God of confusion and overwhelming chaos. Like that's the enemy completely. But we can allow that in with our to-do list and our calendar. So it's so important that we guard that very, very carefully. And again, bring it back to reality. To-do lists have to have a time on the calendar because when you can cross stuff off your to-do list, you're gonna feel amazing. You're gonna feel like you've been able to create more time and you're gonna feel like you used your time in an effective way manner. So make sure that you pencil those in. Notice I said pencil because things happen, right? We have to be able to adjust and go with the flow. But put your to-do list on your calendar. All right, so we've talked about being mindful of where your time is going. We talked about in your career with your work not to chase more than one bunny at a time. And this can be also said for other parts of your life, but it's just most easily illustrated in our careers and our career goals. Number three, put your to-dos on your calendar. And in that, we talked a little bit about the spiritual aspect of time and how we're using our time, which links us into our fourth tip, which is putting God first. And here's the thing. It's not necessarily about putting God first on our calendar, which we should totally do. And I think I've mentioned this before, not on this podcast, on another podcast I was interviewed on, but really it's kind of our way of tithing. Like we tithe with our money, but we also tithe with our time and giving our best to God, right? Our first and our best to God. So make sure that you're doing that and penciling that into your calendar, but that's not what I'm talking about here. What I want to talk about with this one and putting God first 
is when we're looking at our to-do list and we're looking at all of these things that we've put on our time, when we've all these expectations that we've taken on, these are the things that we have to lay down before God. We have to decide that he has the authority over those things. He has the authority over our calendar. Because here's one thing I've noticed about God. When there is a project I'm taking on, that he has blessed, that I've, I've brought before him and he's opened that door for me, there's supernaturally a way that he creates more time, right? I mean, he is the creator of all things. And one of those things that he is a creator of is time. And he can create more time when he wants us to do something. For example, maybe one of your things is you want to grow in your faith. And part of that is growing in your local community, your local church. But you think, there's no way I have time to go to a Bible study during the week. There's no time, no way I have time to join a small group. There's no way I have time to volunteer and help out on Sundays. There's just no way. My schedule is already packed full. I don't have time for anything else. If you bring that before God and he wants you to be more involved, he will make more time. Sometimes it's not in the way that we like it. He will get rid of things for us. But other times it's just we schedule it, we commit, we take that first step. And magically, things will happen. You will get there on time. Things will clear up for you. Your schedule will clear up and you will feel like you have more time than you actually do. That's just the way God works. He works in ways that we can't always understand. But when you lay everything at his feet, not just growing in your faith, but also things that take up time with your family, things that take up time with your career, all of those things, right? Going back to step one and looking at where you're actually spending your time, when you can lay all of that down, and truly, freely be willing to give it up, he will tell you the things that you should pick back up and he will create time in your calendar for those things. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling like, all right, I need to make a priority because I, Jenny said I can't catch more than one bunny at a time, involve God. Put everything in front of him first before you decide if it's something that you really should be spending your time on. And that brings us so beautifully into number five. Number five is to cut stuff out. Think about this. How many things are on your calendar, on your to-do list that you are the one who put them on there? No one else is demanding that you get those things done, yet we stress about them. And at the end of the day, some of those things, they just don't matter. And maybe one of those things that you need to cut out is feeling of worth from being busy. And I've done a whole episode around this whole mindset of busy and how it's not healthy, but sometimes we can wrap up our identity with being busy. If we're busy, then that must mean we're important. But busyness and importance have nothing in common. We just think they do, but they really don't. So as you're looking at that to-do list, if you've written it in pencil, break out the eraser and start erasing stuff. If you wrote it in pen, scribble stuff out. But once we can start cutting things out, and again, going back to your exercise of step three, putting those to-do lists on your calendar, once you start to do that, you realize how many things are on your to-do list that you really truly do not have time to do. They don't fit on your calendar. That'll help give you a perspective on what things you need to either delegate or delete. Two Ds of getting back more time in your day, delegate or delete. But also going back to our last step, bringing things before the Lord, when you do that, pray about what things. God would have you pick back up on what things you should just never carry again, or maybe not carry for this season. Again, there's a time for everything, right? But give yourself enough grace. Give yourself permission not to carry everything. Not everything is something for you to to do, something for you to have. Within our membership, we talk about moving mountains. It's really one of the core principles of the whole program and of the whole system and the whole structure that we have within that membership. And with God, we can move mountains. Sometimes we choose to pick them up and carry them 
longer than we should. And that is what makes us feel so overwhelmed, so bogged down, is that we weren't intended to pick up those mountains. So look at your calendar, go through these exercises, pray about it, and decide what you can cut out to gain more time. All right, so let's review all of these tips and how to create more time into your week, into your day. Number one, be mindful of where your time is going. And I gave you some great exercises that you can do. And again, I will list all of those as well as links to some resources to help you in our show notes. You can find those by going to yourliferocks.com. Number two, don't chase more than one bunny at a time. Number three, make sure you put your to-dos on your calendar. Number four, put everything at his feet first before you pick it up and carry it. And number five, cut stuff out. Time to get minimalist with your to-do list, with your expectations that you've put on yourself. Because truly, if we feel like we don't have enough time, that's what it comes down to, is it's expectations we have for ourselves and what we are capable of. And again, What you're capable of, what can actually fit on your calendar has nothing to do with who you are or the value that you bring. You are so valuable. You are so capable, but there's still only 24 hours in a day and you will drive yourself crazy with false expectations that you've put on yourself. And maybe some of those expectations are expectations that other people have put on you, but you have allowed them to put them on you. So by going through these exercises and walking out these five tips, not only are you going to be able to have a different conversation with yourself about expectations, but it might allow you to have a conversation with other people that are putting expectations on you on what is actually possible. Now, if you've listened to our podcast before, then you already know every single episode we have a Bible verse that we talk about because it really is the living word of God. It is something that we should be applying to our life each and every single day to each and every single thing that we are doing. And sometimes we need these little reminders of what they are. And one of my most favorite Bible verses of all time about time management, and trust me, there are a lot of them since this is what I talk mostly about, but my favorite one probably is... Proverbs 16, 9, and it's so simple and it reads, the heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establish his, his steps. And what I love about this is we can dream and we can set goals and we can try to plan our day, but when we bring it before God, if it's his will, he'll guide the, he'll guide the steps. He'll open up those doors. He'll make us have more time. Like it's incredible the things that will happen when we put things in front of God. Because managing our time, managing our calendar, accomplishing everything we're out to accomplish, it really is God. It's it's him doing that for us and paving that way. And when we can start to put him first, that's when we're inviting peace and we're taking on that spirit of peace versus the spirit of confusion. God is the spirit of peace and he has that for us as a gift if we choose to receive it. Well, I want to thank you so much for hanging out with us today on this podcast episode and learning five tips on how to create more time in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, I hope that you would leave us a review in whatever form you're listening to this podcast in. Maybe it's an iTunes or an Android app, but leave us a review. Follow us so you don't miss a single one of our upcoming episodes. We have a lot of exciting things planned for you in the upcoming weeks. And I hope that you would share this podcast with a friend. No matter where you're listening to it, there's probably a little share symbol that you can share via text, email, social media. It truly is our heart to help more working Christian moms create balance, clear chaos, and move closer to their goals in all areas of life. So until next time, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.